welcome to the Black and Green Podcast. It's your go-to place to find the latest high-quality, all-natural products created by Black artisans. Hosted by yours truly, Dr. Kristen H., the founder of Black and Green, we'll discuss all things health, wellness, self-care, and of course, self-love. This podcast features a refreshing lineup of guests, from entrepreneurs and artisans to holistic lifestylists and clean beauty experts, and a plethora of other innovators within the wellness industry. Join me as we learn from the best of the best. Welcome back to the Black and Green Podcast. We are so excited for our next Artisan Spotlight with Annie White-Brown. Ooh, did I do that wrong? Annie Brown-White. No, Annie Brown-White. you're good. <laughs> White-Brown. <laughs> oh, goodness. We're so excited to be here with Annie White-Brown. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. No problem. No problem at all. So we just want to kind of jump right in and tell us kind of about your green lifestyle and what kind of prompted you to start living a green lifestyle. Well, going green kind of started for me back in 2014 when I had uh, my first daughter, Tiffany. Um, I went through the whole process of cutting the hair, um, switching out the products in the home, and all that fun stuff. Actually, um, Tiffany was born with uh, spina bifida and hydrocephalus. And um, when we got home after about a month and a half in the hospital, um, her skin started to break out because of the uh, medications that she was on at the time. So um, when prescribed medication didn't work for us, we kind of just resorted to our um, roots. Um, I'm Jamaican, and I grew up with my grandparents on the island, so we're pretty familiar with um, all the herbs and natural oils and butters. So we res- really resorted to that, um, blending um, shea butter, cocoa butter with essential oils, and that's pretty much when we we started to see results, um, improvement in our skin. So um, that kind of really um, kicked everything off for me as I really just started to make my own products. And one, from one product to the next, I, w- I was just going and cleaning out the house entirely. Pretty yeah. well. <laughs> well, what was the first thing that you remember throwing out? And like, how did you figure out the first place to start? Um, well, the first thing I th- remember throwing out was bleach. Because in our households, um, we're, we're always using bleach. And it was one of those chemi- one of those products where you smell it, you smell chemical, and you just need it to go right away. And I didn't want to be um, cleaning the house with the baby, a new baby, a sick baby in the house, having to inhale, inhale all of that, not knowing how her skin or how, how she may react to it. So that was one of the um, the first things to go. Oh, yeah. I remember growing up as a little kid and cleaning the house, particularly like with bleach and all these really strong cleaners. Mm-hmm. And my mom, like closing the bathroom door, I'm like, don't go in there. You can't inhale all of that. <laughs> Isn't it funny how they closed the, we locked the kids out, but we stay in there. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> right, right. It's like, wait a minute, you're inhaling this. And so it's like at this, like we had this 
we knew it wasn't good for us, but yeah. somehow we like disassociated that, but it, you know, things had to be so clean. Yeah. We associated bleach with clean. That's for sure. That is definitely for sure. And I mean, and I don't know if this is where this conversation is going, but I always wondered why black people in general are so kind of married to this idea are very much pushed that they have to be really, really clean. Yeah, I I have no idea, but I kind of grew up with it. And it's one of those things I, I, I tried breaking away from. Right, right. And so as you kind of start throwing out products, what promoted, like what kind of prompted you creating your own products and what were some of the first products you created and why? Well, I started, um, after I threw all those stuff out, I really got into essential oils and it was a matter of someone had introduced it to me. Um, funny enough, it was via Instagram because just by going through and looking through communities with other parents that had kids that, um, had hydrocephalus and and spina bifida to kind of see what they were doing to, um, to deal with this, um, this illness. So I was introduced to um, um, essential oils and I really kind of got into that where I had signed up with um, this company called doTERRA. I started buying their essential oils and using them and they were incredible. We got incredible results both on our skin and just by you know, using it in the home. Um, so I started using a lot of um, essential oils there and um, just by diffusing it. And then I started mixing it in my, my skincare products and um, using it to clean the home. So that kind of kicked off um, that whole bit for me. And like, can you break down what essential oils are and where they're from and how they're made? Like, do you, can you help our listeners kind of understand more about what an essential oil actually is? Well, an essential oil is in simple terms, the juice of a plant. So say we take a peel of an orange and we squeeze it, that liquid we see coming out of the um, of the orange peel, that is an essential oil in its purest form. So um, when we go to buy essential oils now, say in a store, that's the extraction that's, say for, for example, a citrus essential oil. That would be the extraction of thousands of oranges, um, orange peels to give you that, um, that bottle of oil. So if you realize a lot of times you buy essential oils, it's usually in very small, um, bottles. And that's primarily why as because it takes a lot of plants to, um, produce the oils itself. Oh, wow. That's really interesting. And I hear so much about the quality of of essential oils and essential oils versus a fragrance oil versus a, you know, there's something that's pure versus something that's cut. How do people know if the essential oils that they're buying are good and sustainable? Um, Price is um, a major way to kind of find out because essential oils are naturally more expensive. Um, it's possibly probably not the best way, but it's one of the easiest way for a consumer to kind of pick up what they're kind of getting well, into. Looking like a one ounce oil, how much should that cost? And that too depends, um, varies by the oil. So say lavender, because yeah. we use a lot of lavender and lavender is one of those oils that's um, multi-purpose. So a, a, like a, I think they come in like a 15 milliliter bottle. 
like mm-hmm. a good lavender could cost you anyway f- anywhere from twenty dollars up and lavender is not one of the most expensive oils um, if we're going to look at say frankincense which is in the essential oils world is the king of oils a 15 milliliter bottle of um of frankincense can range you anywhere from about a hundred dollars um, yeah. so you you could tell by that um alone the the level of oil that you're you're getting and how potent it is Mm. And this, your nose, I think your nose is another good way to tell, like a real pure essential oil. It has a, it's strong. Like the second you unscrew the top, you smell it. Exactly. And if you're smelling it, it's supposed to smell like what they kind of say it is. Cause you know what an orange smell like. So you would know what an, oh, a real orange essential oil is supposed to smell like. And a lot of the times it's really easy to pick it up because they do blend a lot of these oils. So you could smell kind of that chemical um, scent behind it. Mm. And it's one of those things that's so difficult. And this is in all of our personal care products is that there's not a lot of regulation about how things are labeled. Mm -hmm. And so it can be really hard to tell by looking at the label, whether it's a blend or whether it's a pure essential oil. Are there any other chemicals or any other additives? So I know it's complicated. That is true. It's there's really no no way to really find out what exactly may be in an oil. Yeah. Yeah. So in the oils that you use in your products, how did you source the oils that you use? And do you feel confident that you're using high quality essential oils? Yes. Well, as I had mentioned earlier, it started out with doTERRA. But um, as I grew, as the business was growing, um, it I wasn't able to continue using them just because they, they don't wholesale oils. So I was able to actually find another source of um, oils that I I played around with for a very long time. And um, I've gotten to the point where I trusted their oils and was able to compare it with what I was using prior and was pretty comfortable with their quality. So then we still use them up to today. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. And so, and particularly what types of products do you create? Well, currently we uh, well we started out just doing skincare products or so face wash or face scrub. Um, those were two of our uh, main products that we had started out with. Then we jumped into uh, the bath and body space, creating like the bath wa- the bath um, the bath oil, the body wash and scrubs. And most recently, um, we've added candle to the line. So it's pretty much a skincare, bath and body and home. So like a full circle of what anyone would have in the home. So on our website, there's pretty much something for everyone and something that you can use in your daily life. Now we will pause for a moment of meditation with Dr. Crystal Jones. So wherever you are right now, just take a moment to be. Be in your awareness, be in your truth, be in your wholeness. Allow yourself to show up as light, dark, and every shade of gray in between. Feeling your presence, experiencing your truth, Find 
guiding your breath. And instead of directing her, listen to her. Ask her where she wants to spend more time and spend more time there. Ask her where she's stuck and go into the experience of why. Be in this breath, be in this movement, and continue to cultivate this experience through the rest of your day. Honoring that your truth and whatever you show up as is always enough. You are perfection and excellence personified. Anything that tells you that you're anything else no longer serves you. hope that you enjoyed the meditation with Dr. Crystal. Sometimes we all need a reminder to just stop and take a break, stop and clear our minds, stop and be present. But now we're going to hop back into the conversation with our artisan. Tell us what do you think about over the last mm, couple of years, we've been hearing more and more conversation really over the last couple of decades. This isn't mm-hmm. a new trend of a more intense focus on purchasing black or buying black. Why do you think buying black is important? I think um, buy black is important just for the simplest reason, representation matters. And for the longest time, we have been purchasing from companies where, number one, we either don't know the owners of these companies or they don't represent us well. Um, And it's, it's one of the things that I've learned through especially social listening where a lot of people are, are asking for these type of things. And I feel like we shouldn't have to beg to be represented. So now that I see so many other Black-owned businesses popping up, it makes me feel incredible because I am just excited to be a part of this movement where we can provide for our people without them having to beg to be wanted, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. It's kind of like making making you feel like the product was created for you yeah. and affirmed in that space. Exactly. Yeah. I, mean, I think that's the core of wellness. I think, you know, we're black and we're green. And so we want to support black owned businesses and we want to kind of make it easier for people to find black owned businesses. But we also want to promote a lifestyle of wellness. So yeah. how are you creating a lifestyle of wellness? Well, personally, um, from wellness for me could be as simple as getting sleep with Mm. our busy life and schedules and raising children it's so easy it's easy to like burn ourselves out so I tell people if I could get an extra hour of sleep anywhere during the day I'll take it um I also try I I love I'm a homebody so I'm home a lot so um I burn a lot of candles candles I feel transports me somewhere else and this is that's why what I try to convey even with or candles you may not always be able to go on a vacation or go to your favorite place but 
you could, you know, easily transport your senses kind of to, um, you know, where you would like to be through a candle. Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, and I'd like that sometimes self-care can be more simple yeah. than we think about it. Like, like committing to getting enough rest at night. Like that's a scientifically proven fact that it improves your mood and improves your energy. And it's, it's one of those things that is not hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just, but you have to kind of make a choice to do it. Like what are some tips do you give people who are struggling making, going to sleep at you know, a reasonable time and are having trouble falling asleep? What are some things that you do to make sure that you get your rest? Well, I, it, 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 that's a tricky and tough question because if it's someone out there that's trying to build their business and trying to do all the things, run a family, work a nine to five, it's hard. And I'll never tell anyone that this is easy stuff. As simple as it is, it's never easy. But Sometimes you just have to put away the phone. You just have to put it down. And and my husband helps me with this a lot. I'll be up scrolling through the night and I've, I've had mighty long days and he will just say, now's the time. <laughs> and then it kind of clicks. Sometimes I'm telling people how to do this, but I'm still not fully there yet myself. So sometimes it's as easy as just putting away the phone. Um, turning off the TV, uh, turning down an event to, you know, to, to, to get yourself together um, just so you could be a better person. Oh, those are some really good tips. I know a tip that's helped me is to try to prepare to go to bed versus just falling asleep. Mm-hmm. So that might mean washing my face, yeah. putting a nightly moisturizer, I move my charger to away from my bed, so I plug my phone in. It's like okay, like this signifies the end of the night. Yep. I found I get better sleep when I'm intentional about going to sleep. That is true. That is true. And you mentioned, funny enough, you mentioned the charger. My, um, I, I usually have one of those plug-in chargers, so you know you could plug in um, at your nightstand, but you'll still sneak and have the phone there with you on the charger. Mm-hmm. So my husband got me one of those wireless chargers, so now the phone has to be down. So something, mm-hmm. something like that can really help you. There's no way you're going to hold it. If your phone is dead, it needs to be down to charge. So there's no other thing for you to do but to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Sometimes you have to make it impossible for you to do anything different. <laughs> yeah, because it's very hard to turn the brain off, you know. Mm-hmm. So the little things like that helps. How are you balancing being a mommy and and being an entrepreneur and still making sure that you're making time for yourself. <laughs> the word balance always, you know, cracks me up. I feel like there is no balance. You you kind of just fall in with what's happening and what's at the top of the list to get done and just make the best of it. I feel like I or I'm just not there yet with the whole balance balance bit, but it's a lot. If you consider all that we have to, to, to do and to, you know, to endure, it's a lot that we have to do. So, um, balancing, I don't know if balance is a word I'll, I'd use for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess juggling, <laughs> I think, juggling. <laughs> I think juggling may be a better word for me, but, um, because I think that's pretty much what I do. I, I just try to juggle to the best of my ability and get um, and get things done. Yes, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 
What is a book that you feel like really transformed your way of thinking? Um, a book. I have, I have a book that I have right here in front of me that I always keep on deck is um, The Entrepreneur's Startup Game Plan. And it's by um, Sharon Beeson. And she also runs Woman Yarn Instagram. Um, I keep that book handy because it has so many just great nuggets of information and information that's not sugar-coated. It's like mm-hmm. to the point, like get shit done. Like right, right. just get it done. Um, Cause there's, there's so much distractions out there and I like to keep it right here with me because I too get distracted. So I, I, I to center myself some of the times I'll just have to lock my laptop and read even just a page and, and you know, and just kind of get back into it. Mm, I love that. It seems that you have a very like strong disposition of kind of making sure that the way that you're looking at the world is positive and you're going to like kind of keep moving forward. Have you always been like that? Has there been a time where your outlook wasn't as positive or wasn't as like, I know I'm going to get this done and like how and did you have to make a shift? Um, yeah, certainly. I, I was not, I didn't always think the way I did. I do now. Um, I remember even a few years back, just working through my, my corporate job, it was, I was miserable and I feel like that kind of played a lot on my thinking process. But now I kind of realize that I have the power to change the outlook of just, even if it's just my day, I have the power to change the outlook of my day and I will do whatever it takes to, to make it the best day possible. Not every day is going to be great. I'm well aware of that. And not every day is great, but just trying just trying for me daily and it's a daily it's a daily thing it's it's not something where I can set it at the the, you know the beginning of the week and say oh I'm going to be all positive this week Mm. it's a daily thing that I personally have to work on and how do you see the products that you're using as being a part of this daily practice um the products I use um with the essential oils that I use I try to use oils that are uplifting, relaxing, um, you know, just oils to make you feel good. And um, if I can say citrus, I, and I, I talk about citrus oil a lot because citrus oil is one of those oils. I, I call it my happy oil. Because you, if you ever realize, if, you, if you're ever feeling a little down or a little moody and you use something with citrus, it kind of brightens your mood. Mm, that's a good tip yeah eat an orange when you're feeling down yeah Yeah, it it certainly brightens your mood and if you notice like when you if you're buying like say face washes for example a lot of face washes will come in citrus because when do you wash your face you wash your face first thing in the morning so it's a really uplifting thing for you without even realizing and with essential oils too they're great for you internally but they're they're amazing for your emotional well-being as well Mm, that's really amazing yeah it just goes to show how like almost all the things that we need mother earth provides it literally grows out of the ground whether it's essential oil or whether it's a vegetable or whether it's an herb that really truly you can find healing oh yeah 
Oh yeah. From the, from the ground. And that's how our four parents lived. Like growing mm-hmm. growing up in Jamaica, we had aloe vera growing in the back of our yard we had mint we had all the citrus trees it was all there and people everyone was living quite healthy and comfortably and happy but we've kind of been taught now to to go out and look for these things externally when it's when all we need is really you know at our fingertips Right. Uh, I think that's so amazing. So just can you tell us a little bit as we wrap up, what makes your products so special and kind of what is your one product that you formulated that you're really, really proud of? Um, I, what makes my product or what I would hope that makes my product special is being able to use, say, or body oil, for example. It, it The oils are nourishing to the skin. We know that. Um, you know, that's the power of the, the oils that's in the blend and the essential oils. But the scent, scent has a really strong effect on us. And um, I want the people not only to feel good, but to look good and smell good. And I feel like with the, the oils that we use, and that's something that's always in the back of my mind when I'm creating a product. I want you to look good. I want you to feel good and smell good. Oh, that's amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining us and giving us encouragement and uplifting. And we're so excited for people to try your products that do. I will contest smell amazing. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into the Black and Green podcast. Did you have more questions for our special guest? Please leave your questions in the comment section. Also, check us out at blkgrn.com. Please subscribe and comment. We love hearing from you. Until next time, buy black and live green.